On this episode of the Actual Fluency Podcast, I'm joined by Brian Kwong from Add One Challenge. We talk about the challenge and how to succeed in language challenges. Welcome to the Actual Fluency Podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and inspiration to learn languages faster and more efficiently. And now your host, Chris Broholm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Actual Fluency Podcast. My name is Chris Brohm, as per usual, and today I've got a very special episode. And before we get into the interview, I just want to talk about how it came about. And it all started when I was in Polyglot Berlin Gathering in, was it the middle of June? So it's a few weeks ago. And I was busy socializing, talking to people, networking. Uh, but there was one guy that I hadn't quite had time to meet. Obviously, with over 200 people there, it's quite hard to meet everyone. But Brian Kwong, who I had seen from the Ad One Challenge last year, was one of those people that I hadn't quite had a chance to talk to. So on one of the uh, final days, I simply bumped into him and I said, Hello, Brian, I'm Chris, and I do this little podcast thing. Um, so if you ever want to come on it and talk about Add One Challenge, well, come on. And basically, he was like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. And uh, I'll, I'll be in touch and we'll talk about it. And usually what, what I do after these kind of conferences is when I come home, I kind of ping the people that I talk to because you might not remember that you talk to, say, 200 people. Uh, but for some reason, I, I kind of put it off and I, I, I forgot about Brian for a second. And today I just randomly stumbled upon him on the Facebook Messenger and I was like, hey, Brian, how's it going? Um, uh, by the way, you, you still up for that interview regarding your next Add One Challenge? And Brian was like, yeah, we're launching it today today which is the 11th of july which is the exact same date that this episode goes live and i guess i can share a little uh, secret about the show here is you know the the episodes are not recorded on the same day as they're released usually because there's a lot of kind of editing work and there's kind of a lot of planning going into it and i might not be free on every friday or the guests might not be free on every friday usually i just kind of you know i, I call someone and i say you want to be on the show and then i let them choose the time i'm not you know this isn't oprah so um <laughs> anyway it was just really funny and and brian was like all right let's do it and you know it's really wonderful to see people uh, be kind of um have that mentality which i do myself is very you want to just get it done you know you want to do it and you can be persuaded to do kind of things without planning too much and i i really love that so today i'm talking to brian about the add one challenge that just started and i really encourage you guys to go check it out if you're serious about learning a language because learning together is really more powerful than learning on your own as we get into in the interview but that's enough for me as always if you want to know more uh, learn more or you know find out more about the actual fluency uh, go on to actualfluency.com and you can read my blog post you can read how i'm doing about russian and kind of um, what's what's in store for me so um enjoy the interview and i'll see you guys in a later episode 
All right. On today's episode, I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Brian Kwong. Brian is the man behind the Add One Challenge, where people add additional languages. He also runs the site at Polyglot World that provides motivational interviews and helpful tips for language learners. Hey, Brian. Thank you for coming hey. on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about the newest edition of the Add One Challenge that's going on right as we speak. But yeah. before we get into that, let's take a step back backwards and talk about yourself for a second yeah how did you uh, get into languages language learning of that sort well how it all got all started was maybe about four years ago three four years ago um, I married an Austrian girl and um, well we're not together anymore oh, okay. <laughs> let's just get get that get that out of the window first um, when after we got married we moved to Austria and and the the problem is everything is good. The problem is that uh, my my ex father in law, I call him Papa, can't speak any English. Oh, so I resisted learning German for two years while living in um, Austria. But um, eventually, I finally gave in and wanted to actually I wanted to learn German to sp- speak with him, to communicate with him, to build a better relationship with him for him and for my. Um, um, then wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into learning German and how I got started was actually get, you know, doing the, the 90 days challenge, the one that we're doing right now, but I was just basically doing a challenge on my own. And my goal was to have a 15 minute conversation with, um, with Papa on day 91 on video and everything's on YouTube right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And so I made that goal and that's how I got started. All right. And uh, did you have any kind of inspirations for this? I, mean, I know Benny is doing the 90 days as well. Did you kind of peek at what he was doing at the time? Oh, totally, totally. I, I got inspiration from a guy named um, Manish Seti from hacktosystem.com. He basically had a blue a 90-day blueprint that I follow. And um, after after finding Manish, and I saw, I found, then I found Benny. I'm like, wow, this guy's this guy's awesome. You know, he's traveling the world, learning languages, and um, so I follow his model also. So, you know, you learn from everybody. Right. You know? So, so you, you, you taught yourself German or, or at least a, a, a lot of German. And, and what, where did you go from there? Did you go to a new language or? Yes, I went to a new lang- language because, well, after we still got separated, I didn't really have to speak German anymore. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so the, so the next thing I look at is, okay, what is it? After we got separated, I, I was asking myself, okay, what is it that I want, I want to do and I haven't done, I still want to do? What came out was going to Japan, touring Japan. Mm-hmm. And so this is the perfect opportunity to learn Japanese. I've always wanted to learn Japanese. And at the same time, after the challenge that I, you know, after I actually go through a challenge myself and then going to Japan, it would be awesome. So that's what happened. I, I took on the um, At One Challenge uh, in Japanese. And then I went tour around Japan around a bike on a bicycle. Wow. And, um, I cycle around Japan for 4,000 kilometers. So it was, it was awesome. Wow. And you got to use the, the language. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, in Japan is, um, cause I'm, I've been to Japan many times actually, but it's always Tokyo and Tokyo, there's a lot of expat there. Um, but, um, if you go around the country, it's, it's very, most people can't speak English. So if right. you want to 
um, connect with people. If you want to get a discount, if you want to get things done, you need to speak <laughs> some Japanese. Yeah. Right. Oh, excellent. So how did you go from, you know, doing this for yourself to thinking maybe other people would be interested in this or maybe it would be beneficial to have more people doing it at the same time? Well, when I first started learning German, I was actually developing language learning app. And that didn't go well. But at the same time, I was building an email list. So what happened was I sent a survey out to my email list. At that time, I only had about 200 people, mm -hmm. 150, 200 people. And I sent it out and then sent out the survey asking people, what is your biggest struggle when you're learning a language? Oh, that's a good one. And then I got 77 reply back. And it's an open-ended question. People can write anything they want. It's not mobile, mobile, mobile choice. So what I got... What I learned from that survey, what I got is that I saw two different groups of struggles that people are facing mm -hmm. who are learning a language. The first group of struggle is based around how to learn a language, how to uh, memorize vocabulary, how to learn grammar, where do I get the best material, what are the methods, approach. That's one group of struggles. Okay. Right. The second um, group of struggle that I saw was um, lack of motivation, um, procrastination, no time, um, inconsistent, don't have a consistent routine. Right. So what I realized looking at these two group of struggles, I realized that even if you have the best material in the world, best method um, on how to learn a language, if you don't have motivation, if you don't have a consistent routine, you would not learn any language. Mm -hmm. So I going looking from the experience that I had about learning a language in a challenge, um, I thought, what if everybody can strive on the same goal together and we can help motivate each other and we can support each other. Right. So the group mentality. Exactly. Community, group mentality, keeping each other accountable, sharing each other's um, victories, sharing each other's struggles, learning from each other, sharing resources. It's, and that's, that's how I got the idea. And yeah. And when I first started, when I launched the first at one challenge in September, I had about five or six friends that 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 I, I approach and say, "Hey, you guys want to do this with me? Let's let's all learn a language together. You're gonna to learn a language anyways, right? Let's do it together." Right. And they're like, "Oh, sure, <laughs> why not?" Because they are all into language learning anyways. Right. Like, and um, and then I launched it. I shared it. I thought I'm gonna have like maybe five, six people, but a hundred sixteen people showed up wow. to that one challenge. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, wow. Okay, I guess people need this. People want this because you know they see this. Because people, when you're learning a language, most of the time we feel like we're alone. Sure. And and if we have people to to understand what we're going through, and learning together, striving for the same or similar goals together it would be a lot more fun and it would be a lot more effective. Right. So that's how the Edwin Challenge came along. Awesome. And I can definitely relate to, uh, I mean, the probably primarily the second group for me. I mean, uh, finding the method and stuff, I, I always found that pretty simple. I mean, just yeah. just read on any of the big language learner blogs, you're going to find exactly. some inspiration. Exactly. But uh, the whole motivation of sticking with it and doing something every day, and I, that's definitely my problem. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. <laughs> Don't worry. But you're bringing it back, and that's yeah. uh, that's uh, obviously why I, I invited you on the show. And what what's different this time around from compared to the first edition of of the Add One Challenge? Well, a lot has because so I'm, I'm not going to say that Add One Challenge is is um, a, um perfect. 
I mean, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> so basically, I am just um, learning from each challenges and then talking to people. I talk to everybody on the one challenge mm -hmm. to get feedback. So I'm implementing new things from one challenge to another. So this current at one challenge, um, we are going to have a buddy group. And what a buddy group is, is basically just a quick touch base communication. Say, hey, I'm going to do this today. Uh, this is what I learned today. Oh, I struggle from this today. Just a quick, you don't have to meet in person or anything like that. So just like a, maybe a Facebook message group. Right. So I match people up after people sign up after, after I accept the people, it's a, actually, we have a application process because, um, we want people who are serious because, because this is all about community, right? Of course, so, yeah. so we are very careful of who to let in. And so we have an application process. So we make sure everybody's committed to do the work, right? Because no matter how amazing the community is, if you don't do the work, it's not going to work. What would be the requirements for it? Like if somebody's sitting out there and thinking, I'd like to join this, but I have wife and kids and jobs and everything. What's kind of the minimum requirement you need to put into it? I mean, I know you can't give a precise answer, but if you had to yeah. estimate a, a kind of a, a minimum requirement of activity. Um, I would say it's as long as, as long as there's consistency there, if it's 30 minutes a day for five days a week, that's great. Right. That's, I think everybody, even if you have jobs and kids, I, we have plenty of people who have jobs and kids who still got amazing results because they're committed. They actually stick to the struggle, um, their schedule and, and they have results. Right. So not that long, but the consistency is the key. Right. So checking on most days and. One more time. Uh, checking up on, on the other people most days and, and touching base, like you said, in the Facebook groups. Or yes, so we have a Facebook group where we can communicate um, with the with. There's a bigger group. There's um at one in um, at at one challenge in action group, which everybody's in the group, right? Mm -hmm. And we we'll, we basically break it into subgroup of three. So we have a buddy group, and then we also schedule um, a study group who for the people who are learning the same language. Right. So that so that people can practice speaking. Great idea. And and I don't know and yeah, so that's that's these are two things that we have. And and the current at one challenge that, that I just we just opened up today and it's actually gonna close um on the eighteenth of July. Um we actually gonna have Benny Lewis in the group and his girlfriend, Lauren. Awesome. Is going to be in the group too. She is going to take on Russian from zero. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so she's learning. So she's learning. I'm sure she, Benny's going to give her tips and teach her, and she's going to share her progress, and and we'll be all in the group. So it will be really awesome. It'll be a really awesome at one challenge. Right. Yeah. And of course, Benny doesn't know Russian, so he can't really help her beyond the normal coaching that he's doing. <laughs> exactly. Well. If Lauren's struggling about how to learn a language, he can definitely sure. step in and, and help. So, so if I want to sign up, I, I know this yeah. is a lot of work uh, to organize, and there's a lot of kind of uh, stuff going on behind the scenes. Yeah, what's what's it going to cost for me to sign up? It's going to cost forty seven dollars for three months of support or ninety days of support. Right. That sounds like a very good deal. It is an amazing deal. <laughs> Excellent. So I get access to the to the kind of the support groups and 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 to everything. Do I get anything that you we haven't touched on yet? Yes, um, we have uh, Google Hangout once a month with an experienced polyglot. All right. It's called Burning Questions. So as you are, if you're as you're going through the challenge, you're in action, you're learning, 
eventually you're going to hit a wall. Of course, yeah. Right? So if you have any burning questions, you have, this is an opportunity to ask and experience Polyglot. And so the first, in this at one challenge, the first um, burning question session is with Benny. Right. So if people join this at one challenge, they have an opportunity to hang out with Benny and ask questions directly. Or they can, people can submit questions and we'll go over the questions as, as much as we can with the limit time that we have. Great. All right. So we've talked a lot about how the challenge is kind of structured and, and how you can get into it and how it's going to help you. But maybe we should, I, I wouldn't say a step back, but let's step to the side and talk about how you perform better. Because I know I met you in Berlin at the Polygot Gathering. And yeah. I know your talk was on how to kick butt in a language challenge yes and obviously you're probably referring to your own at one challenge but um yes what what if you could just summarize some of those was it five uh, overall tips you had or yeah we had we had five overall tips could you share some of the biggest ones for the listeners i'm sure they would be excited to know kind of as you're an experienced challenge uh learner. sure what, what would be some of the biggest tips that somebody can embrace um, the big, biggest tip, okay, let me just run over them really fast, okay? Yeah, go for it. The first one is you're perfect wherever you are in your journey. Your pace is the, the best pace. Now, if you're learning a language and you're watching and, and you're listening to this podcast or you're watching YouTube, like these amazing Polygot video, you'd be most likely you'd be comparing yourself to them and say, Oh my God, they're so amazing. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm dumb. I don't have the genes or something like that, you know, or I'm not learning fast enough. I'm not making enough progress. Right. Um, but that will slow you down because that doesn't inspire you. That puts you down. Right. Mm -hmm. So you just got to get that wherever you're on your journey, wherever pace you're going is, is perfect. It's the best pace as long as you continue continuously put in the work. Right. So whenever so so that's number one. You're wherever you are is perfect. Great. Number two is distinguish and balance your playtime and study time. So playtime is basically what you love doing when you're learning a language. Some people love grammar, so they just dig into the books. Right. And and that's great. They're very good at reading. Um, some, uh, that's playtime. Study time is something that you may not enjoy doing as much, but it will also help you advance in your language. For example, maybe you don't like to speak much. You don't want it. So, cause learning language is dynamic. It's, there are different, there are different dimensions of learning. There's four areas like speaking, read, speaking, listening, reading, writing, right? right? So it's multidimensional. Um, so it's very important to balance playtime and study time so you can advance as much as possible because if you spend all your time playing then you may not advance as you may not advance much right in other areas Drifts, people kind of drift to their preference and although that is exactly good to have one it, you need to kind of look at the balance between study and play that's a great one exactly and 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 everybody has different playtime and study times so you got to distinguish what is your playtime for you and what is study time for you. And then you you allocate accordingly, balancing them accordingly. And I guess it has to be said in connection with the so, motivation earlier that some people might not have playtime, right? I mean, it's, you know, some people might yes. not see any of it as particularly, let's say, fun or something. Exactly. So, yes. so even if that's the case, don't worry about it. You know, that happens as well. 
Now that now that that's a great point because most people, how do people, okay, how do we know to learn languages? Go into books and like read a go 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 open a like a, some course spoken from beginning to end. And hopefully, you can speak the language by right. the end. <laughs> or the traditional way of sitting in a classroom. Go, you pay for a class and you sit in a classroom with a group of people with a teacher teaching you stuff. Yeah, and that's that's boring and that's like. <laughs> and that's the only way we know how to learn right it's really bad so 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 um i think what's what's i'm going to bring a little bit of at one challenge what happened in at one challenge is that you're playing experimenting what is playtime and what is study time for you and if you don't have any playtime this is when you can ask your community ask the community ask how do you guys play or like you know how what are right. some creative ways that can we can make 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 it more fun and and that's part of the big thing in the M1 challenge. People learn how to learn a language that's best for them. Right. Drawing on the experience. So, yeah, exactly. It's all experimentation because most people don't really know how to learn a language that's best for them. So you've got to experiment and try things out and, and develop more playtime and also balance the study time. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so that's number two. That's number two. <laughs> Distinguish and balance your playtime and study time. Okay. Number three, uh, most people had a, a, a problem with time. They don't have time because, I mean, I understand everybody has, has to deal with their everyday things, right? They got to do what they got to do. They got to work. They got to have family, friends, and all that. Yeah, definitely. And, and so how what I suggest is to create more time. You wake up early to create more time. Oh, yeah. And, and most people, if I tell them that they're like, Oh my gosh, you crazy. I, no, I can't, I can't do it. I, and, and I'll be the first one to admit that I can't do it either. If you tell me that. So, so here's the trick. The trick is to set up some kind of language exchange session, 30 minutes or to 60 minutes before you usually wake up. That way somebody's waiting for you. Right. You're not waking up early to open a book to study because you definitely fall right back to sleep in the books, right? Right. <laughs> so what, that way you have somebody waiting for you. And when you, what happens when you actually meet, when you wake up 30, 60 minutes in, the, in that session, when you start talking, when you're in the, in the beginning of five, the first five, 10 minutes, you may be struggling a little bit. But after five, 10 minutes, as you're activating your foreign language brain some it's just something about when you're activating the learning a foreign language it wakes you up right so what happens to me is is every time i get tired or sleepy in the first five minutes but by the end of the session i'm wide awake and i'm ready to to kick ass the rest of the day right so yeah so that's Number... There's also a study done on, um, I've read a study about school kids and the fact that they learn more in the morning. So there's mm. also something to be said about putting your language learning at the beginning of the day rather than the end. I'm not oh, saying yeah, it's totally. impossible to study at night, but you retain more information if you do it at the uh, upfront in the morning when you just got up. Totally. What what happens with the with people, with, when I, what I learned from the N1 channel, when people share with me, is that most of the time, by the end of the day, they're tired, they're drained. Of course, you know, so it's like a struggle to open that to 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 do do their learn uh, studying. So if you actually get it out of the way in the morning, then you got one thing out of the way. Yeah. And you're ready to kick ass during your day. So waking up early to create more time is it's 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 really effective. Highly recommended. Great. OK, so number four, language learning is a team sport. 
It's not an individual sport, especially if you are learning to speak the language. Of course. If you want to speak with somebody, you need to speak with somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can speak with yourself, I guess. Well, I. <laughs> but yeah, that would be. I don't know how fun that that conversation would be, or if you are. Oh, well, I guess you understand yourself, right? You know. <laughs> well, you think you understand yourself. <laughs> you at least think you understand what you know. You what you're talking about because you're just talking to yourself, even though you're saying it all wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so eventually if you if you want to communicate with somebody language learning is a team sport exactly. so the more people you get involved the better is it, for, it is for you right and and most people are afraid to share um what they're doing especially um if they're taking on a big challenge it could be at one challenge most people are reserved and they don't want to share this but um, what hap- when when they do that? What happens is they are closing a lot of opportunity for other people to contribute. Right. Like for example, one time when I was doing the M1 challenge, I was just sharing with everybody as much as I can, just letting other people know I'm taking this on. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure that happens um, on the day 91, so I can speak with Papa on video. Right. Because my punishment is if I don't speak with him in 15 minutes. Uh, for a fifth whole, if I can't hold a conversation in 15 minutes, I'm gonna have to wash his toilet and live with him for a day, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's motivation, it feels. Yeah, like. so so to motivation, I need to for motivation for me. That's uh, of course I I had that set up. You know that that that's something I stick that I created. That's fun for me. Well, not not washing the toilet is not fun for me, but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's motivation for me to get get going. At the same time, when I tell people, it also holds me accountable too. Right. Right. So. What happens is one of my friends is a German teacher in in a high school. Mm-hmm. So she shared with her student, showing my, my video to her student, and her student are so excited. You know, this guy wanted to communicate with his um, his, his father-in-law, and let's help him. And so they created a project to meet me once a week wow. to help me with my German. That's incredible. Now, that's more practice that I wouldn't have if I didn't actually share and tell people that what I'm up to in life. Right. So by sharing what you're up to and involving people in your language learning on your goals, you allow people to contribute with you and also you benefit. Right. So language learning is a team sport. And you share it with people who actually understand, like you don't get the question, well, why are you learning that? <laughs> you know, that you might get yeah. from outsiders. That well, that's I, I actually have that. That's totally um, I understand that happens, right? Sure. Which is why the At One Challenge is so so effective because everyone in the At One Challenge understands exactly. That's why because everybody's everybody's going doing the same thing. So with a with a with this kind of environment, will definitely support you. It's like-minded people, like my exactly like-minded people will support you your goal because they also want to do the same thing. Exactly. So the last one, last one. Okay. Um, actually, this last one is 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 uh, um, something that happened in the previous At One Challenge. Uh, it's it's when you're learning a language together in the At One Challenge. Um, we sh- when we share an idea with each other, just like how I'm sharing ideas with you, you're sharing ideas with me. We get new ideas. Of course. Right. So in the At One Challenge, what happens? One of the At One Challenges, name's Kevin. He thought of idea of, hey, why don't we go into a Google Hangout? And um, and and we can share. One of us can share our browser in the Google Hangout. And so we have like three people. We're looking at his browser, and he will go into Google Maps 
and we'll go to Japan together on Google Earth. Oh, wow, yeah. And then we can look in the streets. We can walk around on the streets in Tokyo. Right. So while we're in the Hangout, we can give each other instructions. We can, hey, you know, say, hey, that's a ramen shop. Are you hungry? Do you want to go? So we can practice yeah. speaking Japanese in sort of in Japan on a computer, having a blast. Um, so, so it's just awesome. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's it's so so that's what happens when you learn with other people, evolve with other people in a group, and new things comes up. Right. And so that's uh, if even if you don't if you if you join the M1 challenge, this is what's there for you. But if you don't join it, it's all it's all good. See how you can apply it in your life and maybe get a few friends and see if we come up new ways to, to learn the language and make it fun. Right. Innovate and innovate. Exactly. Because this is really new because, you know, most, most people learn in the traditional way, but you know, it's time to, and, and obviously we, we all know that it's not effective. It doesn't work. Right. <laughs> so it's, so it's up to us to do something about it. Exactly. And, and indeed you are. Um, Thank you. So you, those were five really great tips of, of, of what you should probably do if you want greater success. Do you have anything that you absolutely should not do when you're doing it? Okay, great. That's a great question. Um, what happens when most people join the N1 Challenge, they get really excited. And what happens is is that if they do too much in the beginning, mm -hmm. they'll get burned out. Right. Okay. So... What you must not do is to um, overload yourself too much in the beginning. Right. You definitely get burned out and you would not be able to sustain. Because, you know, if learning a language is a journey, it's a long-term long journey. It's not just 90 days. This 90 is just getting you started. Right, exactly. So getting you started and, and the, the, the trick is to how you can in, integrate a learning routine with your life when you're handling everything else that's happening in your life. Right. For further pro progress beyond the this at one challenge. Exactly. And that's what I encourage people to do in the at one challenge. You're not here just to do a sprint and do a 90 day thing. You are learning how to incorporate this in your life. So it's become part of your life. Right. So it's so, good to emphasize that you're not you're not going into the add one challenge to learn a language in thirty in ninety days, although that no. would be that would be nice if you could. But it's just kind of a stepping stone to further learning. Totally, totally, right. it's a huge, it's a it's a it's a big step stepping stone, and in meaning that it helps, it's very effective. Um, so what not to do? So what I suggest is that it's better if you start uh, small, meaning you study maybe 30 minutes a day for maybe five times a week. And if you can study more, then you increase a little bit of time, but don't not too much. And then if you want to increase more, then you slowly increase. Build on it. Exactly. You build on it instead of starting a lot from the beginning and then you get burned out and you lose motivation. Right. So you, so you build on it from starting a little bit or build on it. Yeah. Cause you gotta, cause you're learning, you, you, this is a new thing, you exactly. know, you gotta, you gotta practice. You need to see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And adding from your first part of the interview where you talked about wherever you are is the, is the perfect place to be. Again, if you are three months and you're not quite fluent yet, don't despair and just give up language learning altogether. You know, it's a process. 
Yes, it's a process. But at the same time, you'd be surprised if you actually put in the, actually most people are surprised if they, people actually do the work and, um, and consistently practicing speaking with somebody. And I recommend using um, iTalkI. It was a website that connect language learners with tutors easily, fast, and, and, and cheap, right. in my opinion. If you, if you actually schedule those, have a lot of those iTalkI sessions, or you have a lot of um, language exchange um, um, sessions with, with um, native speaker, you'd be surprised how far you can go in 90 days. You may not be fu fluent, but you'll be surprised, I right. guarantee you, how far you can go if you just practice speaking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've seen lots of lots of people with uh, doing just that. So it's definitely not a myth or anything. No, no, it's not a myth. All right, Brian. Well, it's been wonderful to talk to you, but there's one critical point that we haven't mentioned yet. How yes. do I sign up? <laughs> okay, great question. How you can sign up is um, now depending on when you're listening to this podcast, yeah, it's right? limited so, time, only a, only a week until the 18th yeah, of July. It's only 18th of July. So the best way, I think, is is to go to my website, polyglotworld.com. Right. A polyglotworld.com. And then right up a corner, there will be a tab called At One Challenge. Excellent. So you so you click on That One Challenge and you um, get, put, provide your email address and opt in to the email list and email uh, newsletter. Right, and they will give you the instructions. They will give you the instructions um, to sign up, and if it's not open, then you'll be notified when it's open. Of course. It's still limited, and there's still the application process, so just signing up doesn't guarantee a spot. No, it's an application, exactly. So even if you pay money, you apply, it doesn't mean that you will get accepted. Right. Well, I think that's a fantastic way to do it, so you make sure that people are you know, motivated, because even... Even if you have serious people, having that extra bit of financial investment actually also provides motivation. Totally. You're like, oh, totally. I put $47 in this. I better, you know, do it properly. <laughs> yes, so totally. It, it's extra motivation for the participants as well. It's it's all about, you know, what, what I'm creating right now is all about how I can help language learners to break that first language barrier. That's why it's called the Add One challenge is not at two it's not at five right <laughs> it's at one yeah so everything that i do it's around how i can help language learners around the world to be able to break that barrier that's a wonderful way to end thank you so much for coming on brian and i'll definitely be joining the the challenge assuming i can uh, pass the application process <laughs> oh awesome chris yeah that'd be awesome of course cool well, see you within all right. thanks chris <laughs> all right see ya all right podcast. For more information, be sure to check out actualfluency.com. Until next time, enjoy learning and have a great day.